Welcome to the Trailer Cast with Elise Snipes. Each week, I will be sharing with you from inside my vintage trailer where I work as a therapist and share some of my musings on the human experience. I am endlessly fascinated and inspired by people. I love being a therapist and I'm deeply grateful for the intimate and beautiful work I get to do. I believe we are wildly capable of healing and making this world a better place, and this is my attempt at doing that. Sharing beauty to invoke beauty. May you find yourself inside these stories and ponderings and be better for it. Cheers. Okay, trailer cast peoples. This is um, an inter- <laughs> this is an interview situation <laughs> I've never done before, and I'm really excited. Um, I'm gonna be here today with Shaylee, and Shaylee won the trailer cast giveaway on the Radical Wellness 12 Days of Radical Giving. I was like, let's just give away a trailer cast interview. See if someone wants to be bold enough to come on and we'll do a live episode. And it's today with Shaylee. Hi, Shaylee. Hi. Yay. (laughs) Here we are. We are here. I'm so, I am so excited because it takes bravery to say, I'm going to, I'm going to go for that thing. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the story is this. Radical Wellness did 12 days of just giving things away for people during December. And um, you weren't going to enter for this specific giveaway. Can you talk about that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, no, you had been doing the 12 days of giveaways. And so somebody had, like, tagged me in it in that process. And I had put my name in the hat for the other giveaways and was so excited and was like bummed when I wasn't (laughs) winning the other ones. So I kept going. So after like one day of something, I don't even remember what it was, but something that I thought would be so fun to win. Then I was like, okay, but tomorrow I've got this. I'm going to manifest this. I'm going to win tomorrow. And then (laughs) tomorrow came and the giveaway was this, this podcast with you. And I was like, Oh heck no. Okay. I'm not going (laughs) to. that that's scary and so um because I had never done a podcast interview I like I had heard your podcast that's intimidating right yeah and so I was like I'm just not gonna enter I'll wait till tomorrow but then I was like you know what no I'm gonna do this my word for the year of 2020 was risk and so I was like gonna start early and so threw my name in the hat and then I almost died when um radical wellness posted and said you won I was like what that's impossible except that it's not like that's just how things always work out so here we are I risked I was I guess I was brave and courageous but in the moment it just felt like a stretch challenge scary thing and here we are I love it I love it because it's I wonder what will be set in motion like what was even set in motion a month ago then now and how that will mm-hmm. continue to have a ripple effect on right. your risk right right because it was the first step in that risk mm-hmm. like leaning into that word for me yeah. um like I intentionally in that moment was like oh shoot I already set my word as risk and so I should start now like I should have that integrity to start now and not wait till January 1st and yeah and so it did it like it honestly set the rhythm for my year mm-hmm. because it kind of was just that little reminder of like when you put yourself out there and you risk something yeah great opportunities come at you and so it was kind of like a beautiful thing that happened before I even jumped on this episode with you which is so crazy it's so good that's my favorite kind of stuff where it's like it's like these little the little minutiae and if you're looking for it all of a sudden you're like hey that's like 
there's an internal yes. I, I'm going to mm-hmm. keep going. And you could have set that word and not followed up, like not allowed your feet to follow that word. Mm-hmm. And that's right. the difference that creates change is, no, I actually am going to do this, not just say this. Right. Yes. So good. Yeah. And that's, yeah, let that word guide me. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love <laughs> it. Okay. So let's go um, back to the beginning can you introduce yourself? Like, who are you? What do you want all of us to know about you? <laughs> okay, who am I? Um, so my name is Shaylee. And I, gosh, what should you know about me? I'm a mom to two little boys. I have a three and a half year old and a two year old okay. who keep me on my toes. Yes, I believe that. Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see. So yeah, I live out in Azusa, California with my husband and those boys. And we just have a ton of fun. We have um chickens and a fun oh backyard gosh. and we like to hang out with our friends I love and it so that's like a big part of who I am and then I am in a space of leadership development like that's where I spend my okay. my time and my days um so I work for for some different folks including my husband's company um West Production and do business development for him and um yeah that's kind of where I, where I guess I'll start <laughs> that's, that's yeah I love it I, I love it <laughs> Yeah, I, that's such a bad question and on purpose, just to give people a jumping off point of like what's what comes up for you. See the mm-hmm. the wild of two boys that young, mm-hmm. that close to motherhood, <laughs> right. like, and then also this also clearly defined in a sense like leadership, business development space. Is that do you work outside of your home or do you work in an office? Yeah, so I had well, I'm kind of like. A little bit split. So after I was in higher education for several okay. years. Okay. Um, Doing what? In, uh, so I was in residence life, actually. So oh my I gosh. Yes. Yeah, managed like groups of students on campus yes. and made sure that they had a great experience on their college campus, um, which was so, so fun. And so, and then I also, I, I teach at that university. So I'm an adjunct okay. professor in the leadership department. Um, but so Love I it. left after I had my second kiddo, I um, left that, that role and was going to spend more time at home, but then just really missed being yes. in the workspace. And so I um, started working for my husband. And so I have an office at our production offices that I work out of. I work remotely. I work, I'm home two days a week with the kiddos. So I work in the office three days, home two days a week and get to work from my couch when they're napping from yep. the kitchen when I'm making them lunch. <laughs> like there's a little bit of integration Everything. there. Um, yeah. But yeah. 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 What was it fun. like for you to give yourself permission to say, oh, I'm, I'm going to go leave the workspace and go mm-hmm. home to a different type of workspace. What was that first transition like for you? Yeah, it was a really tough decision because I loved my team. Um, I yeah. had the the privilege of hiring a lot of my team. Um, the same year that I left, we had had a, like a big turnover. And so I just worked with a really, truly incredible team that was like family. Um, and I loved all of them. And so that I think was the hardest thing for me because like your job, like the work matters, but so does the team that you're working with. That's and right. so uh, leaving was really, really hard. But, and I was making that decision for my kids, which felt like Yes, of course. They're my number one. And so I'm going to do that. And so that's like, was so, so important for me. And, and at the same time felt it was, uh, there was tension is the best way to put it. Like there was just tension of feeling like I'm making this decision based on my family values, but I've worked so hard for the career I'm in, Mm -hmm. the team I love. 
and I don't want to leave them. And I actually initially stepped into a part-time role um, yeah. right after that. Like I found a part-time job at the university launching a new degree program and thought like, this is good. I'll do 20 hours a week on and be home the other half. And that tension was even harder. Yes. Like no kidding. Super torn. Yes. <laughs> um, and so then I transitioned um, actually into full-time off where I, I was home and working from home all the time and just working like a little bit for my husband. And so that's when I just realized there was no perfect mm. um, formula for this. Like I had watched stay-at-home moms thinking I could never do that. And then I mm-hmm. did that. And then I had mm-hmm. watched women at work thinking like, gosh, how do they make that happen? And I made that happen. But there's what I struggled with was that tension just all throughout the process of like every jump that I made felt like, is this the right decision? Yes, it is. I'm making it based on my values, but mm. and how do you make it work? And then actually getting into the tactical was where I actually struggled most, but yeah. here we are. <laughs> yeah. That's a long way to get to that, that kind of answer. Like here we are and it's working. <laughs> That's a beautiful way to get to that because it's yeah. maybe the most honest way of I, I'm going to see, like I'm going to put on this form of motherhood this form of working motherhood this and see and just really see what it's like and then right right yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) um okay background question one do you do you identify on the enneagram as any specific seat i do (laughs) i do i am a six like a okay. hard six. Yes. Hard six. Um, okay. And when uh, I initially took the Enneagram and I didn't, I like knew, like there was so much buzz around the Enneagram. Yeah, 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 did, yeah. Um, with friends. And then I have a friend who's an Enneagram queen who just knows yep. everything. And so she even it. gave me more language around my sixness, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm calling mm-hmm. um, Where it, it really, it gave me that language to understand like, oh, those are my motivations and that's how I make yeah. decisions and holy moly. So yeah, yes. I'm a six. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to understand like the drive towards making a decision. Which it feels like there was a specific way forward. Like, okay, this is how I'm going to view how I either create safety for the residents, create safety mm-hmm. for my team mm-hmm. um, and create close connection in my home. And, and so there's definitely this drive towards mm-hmm. making this place. Okay. We're good. Right. Like everyone's mm-hmm. good. Okay. <laughs> everyone's fine yeah and I'm like I am the loyalist like I stick by yeah even through the hard and the nitty-gritty and so yeah I love it yeah it was like also a lesson in yeah being loyal to myself and all of that was was a big yeah okay what's that look like now because that's (laughs) one that's that's pretty brave and and brazen one in motherhood in mm-hmm. womanhood, and then even uh, as identifying as a um, primary type six, that mm-hmm. loyal to myself means what? Yeah, God, yeah. can you talk more? <laughs> Big. Oh, sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think for me, being loyal to myself is trusting uh, trusting myself and my intuition, and because I'm so used to creating safety for everyone else too like mm-hmm. that matters to me like I want to make sure everyone else is okay first um but it's that whole that whole thing about like you put on your oxygen mask on first right before you help your kiddo next to you yeah. and even like we just we actually traveled with the kids um we um were in London this past year with them okay. it was so funny because it was my first time flying with the kids and they actually which was like insane because they were like three and my youngest turned two on the trip oh, and mercy. we were flying to London and the 
I think maybe the flight attendant knew how stressed I was about flying, but came over and was like, you heard the announcement, right, about the oxygen mask. You put it on you first and then help them. You heard that? Like, I'm, I was like, was I not paying attention? I'm like, always, I'm so sick. Good. I totally pay attention. I read the safety booklets when I get on the airplane. Like, I'm, I'm totally a sick. And so that's where it was like one of those moments. So of that in motherhood for me became so real of like, when we talk about self-care, when we talk about like taking care of yourself as a mom, it's so hard and I want to make sure my kids are okay. My husband's okay. My coworkers are okay. And it really, that has been the hardest thing for me has been to look internally and be like, okay, but how am I also being loyal to myself and giving myself that oxygen that I need to keep going and to build better points of integration in all of these different roles in my life. Beautiful. Um, so yeah. 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 There we I go. love that. Yeah. That's, that's big. I think there needs to be more conversations around, I want to do all these things well. Also, mm-hmm. and I'll speak for myself, sometimes my work is me giving back to myself because there's times where I'm like, I needed to escape motherhood today and give my gift or myself here. And then mm-hmm. times where I want to also like slide back out of like that role and be like, and now I would like to lay on the ground with the dog licking me while we finger paint <laughs> and just make big messes because I right. needed that for my own to be low as myself today to just be me. Right. Right. Yes. It feels so fluid rather than like linear or mm-hmm. I can only be, so maybe that's, maybe I'm speaking for myself that I need something that's less contained. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I think that that makes sense. Is it's, you're right. It's not like a rigid line that we just like keep moving forward there. It's a cycle and it's figuring out yeah. where we need to, I kind of, I tell people a lot. I use the image of, um, like a teeter-totter when I talk about mm-hmm. balance. Balance is that word that we hear so much the in B work. And, <laughs> yeah, the B word. <laughs> Having balance and it's just impossible. And so yeah. when I talk about that, that point of like, what does work-life balance look for you? Or what does balancing your role of mom and uh, boss look like for mm-hmm. you? Mm-hmm. Talk about it as if you're sitting on a teeter-totter of like when you're you're teeter-tottering back and forth, you sometimes hit that middle point, right? Where you're like, yes, you remember being on a teeter-totter, right? Like where you're weightless in the middle and you both matched each other, like you and your partner on the teeter-totter. And so you, you feel weightless for a moment and it, there is a second, like a split second where you find balance, but then you're off again. So you're like, you teeter one way. And maybe in that season, like work is most important in that moment, or maybe you teeter the other way and you're like, okay, I need my mom time. Like I need to be all in for my kids right now. Like we're always in that, fluid space of figuring out what needs our full attention and that's there's beauty in that when you embrace that and recognize it's it's those integration points that matter not finding balance because balance lasts for a second and then we're on to the next thing mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. so yeah I think that's where like I live right now too yeah <laughs> very no much like okay and I get that space a little bit too, where I like come into work part of the week, but then I'm home with my kids for part of the week. And so I, I do like set space to turn off completely from work and to not respond to stuff on my cell phone and get down on the floor and play Legos with the boys. So, Um, and that's like good for me. Oh, good. Goodness. Yeah. Well, otherwise we can be so self-forgetting, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's funny because I I was watching, I'm I'm in my brain, I'm watching the teeter totter. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, I need more, um, planks like I'm like okay so if there's mom life work Mm. life I'm like what about like wife life or friend life or just self what about like my spiritual life or my physical body and Mm -hmm. so now I'm like okay I'm I'm apparently just the spinny thing at the park (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's the one that's like flailing around and people are flying yeah. off everywhere and jumping yes. back on. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like married around. Yeah. Yes. That's a little more realistic. <laughs> yeah. Get on, everyone. <laughs> go for a spin. Yes. And, like versions of self. And I do, I also love the idea of integration. Like, how do we mm-hmm. like double down on this feeds my soul? This feeds me as a woman. This feeds me as a mm-hmm. mom and a friend. And how can I integrate that into my maybe weekly, daily, whatever, in order mm-hmm. to feel like. I'm alive. I'm happy. I'm alive. I'm choosing the life that I'm in. And like, this is okay. Like, that right. feels like a great goal. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and that's where like, nobody's perfect. Right. And I love that we've like entered into a season in like our Instagram world and our podcast world. Like kind of, I feel like every um, type of content that I'm consuming lately, I'm, and maybe I'm just surrounding myself with good content and good people speaking in my life, but it's like, I'm hearing that like resonate with people where it's like, it's no longer about perfection. Like it's about progress. Mm. It's no longer about being perfect. It's about getting it done and it's okay to forgive yourself and to move forward. And so I think that's where like, once you start to embrace that, right. And you know that you don't have to be perfect. And there are going to be days when you're yeah, on one side of the teeter-totter and your feet aren't touching the ground and you feel like you're going to fly off. And then there's other days where you're the one firmly planted on the ground holding other people up. Mm-hmm, and that's, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Um, what are you doing in the leadership space now specifically? Like, who are the people you work with as a groups, individuals? What's that about? Yeah. Um, gosh, I feel like I'm kind of like all over the, the place okay. a little bit, which is where I actually love, yeah, I love to be right now. <laughs> um, so... Yes. So I, I do business development for West Productions, which is my husband's company, which I feel like is more um, helping him through like the visionary stuff and kind of walking through like true mm-hmm. business leadership. Um, I have some individual clients that I work with, um, some who you actually know. So um, Britt Barron is yeah. a dear friend. Of I think she's, she recorded with you recently you just did just last week perfect perfect um so I um with with her and her wife I am they call me their integrator which if you've read the book rocket fuel um that's where we pulled that from but I I have it so tell me what is oh my gosh Yes. Um, well, I guess the best way to put it. So, um, Brit is a visionary in like every aspect of the word. And so rocket fuel talks about how, um, when you have a combination of kind of two types of people, you're able to propel your business forward a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I'm not a visionary. (laughs) Um, I have always been a person, like I love details. I love being in the background. I love developing teams and ideas. And so I fall on the integrator spectrum where mm-hmm. I come alongside um her and her wife and help them get stuff done <laughs> basically yes. I mean I execute so yeah um that's kind of a space I love to be where I get to kind of educate a little bit on different leadership principles and then also say like here's how we can help you put that into action and um that is so 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 fun and oh my gosh I love that she's gonna be on the podcast um this I is- Amazing. So yeah. I just so quick plug, where can people yeah. find you if they're like, wait a second, what integrator? Like I've got <laughs> ideas and I don't know how to put those things into action. Where should they reach out to you? Yeah. Um, I guess Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just at Shaylee, my name, C-H-A-I-L-I um, or Shaylee at leadership.coffee. So um, okay. that's, that's where I am. <laughs> okay. <laughs> people can email me. They can yeah, message yeah. me. I'm 
I'm just a normal person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I love to talk with people through that though mm-hmm. of like, um, I work, so I, I host events. I just try to engage with women in this space of, so often we think that leadership is this lofty thing that only happens when we have a title. And so we have to be mm. a CEO in a company or we have to be, have, you know, a doctoral degree tagged onto the end of our name. And that's just not the case. And mm-hmm. so um, my degree is in leadership development. And I've spent a lot of time since getting my master's in that field, trying to figure out how do we make leadership accessible for everyone? Yes. Because it's, yep. it's personal and professional development combined. That's leadership. Yes. That's, and everyone is a leader. I don't, I always tell people, I don't care how many followers you have on Instagram wait. or oh, wait, did you say wait? Yeah, no, I got it. I love it. I'm okay. Like, this is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm like, it's, it's just, we are all leaders. Like even, um, I've worked with stay at home moms who are like, I, you know, I'm not a leader, but I want to grow. And I'm like, you are a leader you are because a you're leader. a leader. Kids yeah. in your living room, like that yes. matters so much. And so we identify like leadership is any space where we have impact and influence. And that mm-hmm. means we have impact and influence over ourselves even. That's so right. even people where I'm like, you could live in a closet and, you know, be totally isolated from the world and you are still responsible for your leadership growth because you're responsible for how you lead your own thoughts and actions and behaviors. So love it. that's the space, the space I live in I and it. get to have those conversations with incredible, incredible women and men across the board. And I, yeah. I'm really grateful for that. I think that's beautiful because, and to also be able to describe, define, and say, hey, this is where my exact gifting will meet yours. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you can ask the people on my team, it's super embarrassing, but um, <laughs> I also like fall with Brit, like on that super visionary side. Mm-hmm. And it's so necessary to have like that trifold process of here's vision, um, here's the details, here's execution, mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. in charge of what, and how do we move this forward instead of trying to be the woman who has to do it all. And mm-hmm. I think that that's the other part. I do like watching like um, women right now in our time in society moving forward with a team. So mm-hmm. we don't have to be the person who holds every tool and every idea and has to do it all herself. What a, what a hoax. Yes. Yes. And it, because for so long, those were the stories we saw and those were the yeah. only narratives we heard. Only right? We narratives. only heard yep. like about these big high level women yep. in the C-suite who were like yep. changing things or activists who were like on the mm-hmm. forefront of, mm-hmm. of like their field. And, and so we look to them obviously as role models, but there are women leading around us in every space we walk into and who bring such unique giftings that we may not have. Like you've surrounded yourself with a team because you are not strong in some areas. Right. And that's, Oh goodness. That's yeah. beautiful because we can do so much more when we're working yeah. together and working with a team. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, I think for women, we tend to operate more out of a we mindset than an I mm-hmm. mindset. And so to watch, to watch the dominant I come forward in a feminine narrative was almost like, wait, what? Like either like, I'm not sure what's going on with that there. I definitely had like a restrictive feeling of like, mm. mm-hmm. like we as women collectively move with such beauty as we integrate with the different yeah. spaces. We don't have to be I, I think that's the mm-hmm. gift of being a woman is we don't have to do that all on our own. Right. Yes. Yeah. And there's so many beautiful voices when we, when we invite others around the table with us, right. Yeah. And we, we take in everyone's voices. We're so much stronger. We have, uh, like our ideas just I feel like it's a springboard right like we bring yes. everyone to the table and then somebody yeah. comes up with an idea and somebody else can elaborate on that or bring their giftings and take it to the next level and when we continue yep. to like level up on one another we can build these beautiful systems um, yeah. and ideas so yes where more is more you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, exactly. there's a yeah 
That's so yes. cool. Yeah, what yeah. a fun job. I, I love, love, love where I am. And I, I think, I mean, I know I told you at the start, like my, my year is going to be about risk. And, mm. and that's because I think it's sometimes easy to even say, um, like, I want more. And I'm just in a space where I'm so content, but realize that there are ways that I can continue to challenge myself. Yes, and so even with that, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like, I'm in a sweet spot right now and I love it, but I want to challenge myself to continue to learn and grow and invite others into the conversations that I'm in and to also hear from others too. Okay. And yeah, it's just, I, yeah, I've got a okay. sweet, sweet gig right now. The best I dig it. it. Okay. <laughs> So let's let's break that down a couple of ways. One, yeah. when you say risk, yeah. what's what's the riskiest thing going to be for you in 2020? Who's your who? What does that look like? Really flesh it out boldly. Oh my gosh! Okay. I know. Wow. <laughs> Going to your so fast. Okay, so for me, when I know when some people hear risk, um, like like okay my husband's a seven on the Enneagram and so when I say risk to him like his risk is like I'm gonna go skydiving right like it's something huge physical and for me like I am I like safety and security and like knowing where all the emergency exits are and have a checklist a to-do list that I build out carefully so that I know I'm gonna complete everything on it like I am not risky in anything really (laughs) that I do so for me risk means um, stretching myself in just every space that I'm in. I think it means, and so it's, it probably, like, when some people are listening to this, who are yeah. maybe like sevens on the Instagram, they're going to be like, oh man, risk for me means getting a motorcycle or whatever. Okay. For me, risk is really about um, the depth of conversations I'm having okay. with people. It's really about, I think with my work, saying yes to things that feel um like scary in the sense of taking like I took on a new client in 2020 that felt like, wow, am I, I have imposter syndrome always. I think a lot of women struggle with that where we go into a space and even though we have earned the right to be there, we still find those thoughts pushing in of like, do I actually belong here? Am Mm -hmm. I qualified? What Mm -hmm. do I bring to the table? And so for me, risk means like stepping into those spaces boldly and confidently and owning where I'm at and how I've gotten here. And so that's like a big part of risk for me is um, fighting that internal dialogue that I always have going on and yes. really stepping into spaces courageously and saying like, I'm here and I'm showing up. Um, I have always wanted to like write more and journal mm-hmm. more and mm-hmm. even saying yes to that instead of uh, honestly in the past, I've been like, I want to write more. And I, I know I actually am a, I'm a good writer, yes. but I think there's days where I'm like, oh, but like when I start to journal, I like, it's not very good. Or my hand, even I get on my handwriting. So that's where it's like, <laughs> there's things like that. that yes. For me, that's, that's stepping boldly forward. So that's what risk is, is for me in the workspace even is like saying yes and showing up and not allowing myself to um, beat myself down for like feeling like I'm not enough or not confident yes. enough or whatever it might be. So um, yeah, that's kind of, I love it. Risk in the workspace for me this year. Yes. Yeah. The, my only feedback for you is don't minimize yeah, it because you're not going skydiving or buying a motorcycle. <laughs> so right. That, Thank you. That, yes. there, yeah. There's a difference between impulsivity mm-hmm. and risk. There's a difference Oof. between yeah. recklessness and risk. And mm-hmm. what I hear you saying is my inner monologue is going to try to tame me. And it's going to try to continue to speak safety. And I'm going to say, 
mm, risk, show mm-hmm. up anyway, keep writing, keep speaking, pursue that client, mm-hmm. uh, turn up the volume. So there's a, you're, you're having like this counterintuitive moment where you're leaning further into risk and that feels expansive and like you're taking up all of your space, mm-hmm. all of it. And that feels so powerful and it doesn't need to be the way it might look at another person's seat. Remember it's risk, not impulsivity. So this is, that's a beautiful way to see oh. a six <laughs> integrate like this. I'm literally like raising my hands around right now. I'm like, <laughs> yes, thank you. Like, yeah. oh, I needed to hear that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Amen to all of that. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> thank that's you beautiful. for like, that's honestly what you just, I'm like, yes, you just put into words kind of how I'm like feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like feeling towards that word. Thank you. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if anyone yeah. can see me right now, I look like a fool. I'm like, yeah, yes. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, hmm. this is why I love conversations like this because it's, I mean, that comes back to our ripple effect that where we started, which is, mm-hmm. I don't know where it's going to go, but we're going to, we're going to rest, right? We're going to mm-hmm. get in the pool anyway and see. And then we come upon something that's like, that's exactly what I mean. That's exactly what I needed. Yes. That's exactly the direction I'm going. And, and now I feel like that's confirmation and I'm not alone. Right. Right. Yes. You just gave me the, I, ah, yes. <laughs> I tell it, like I tell clients all the time. I'm like, we need to move like what we're feeling from that uh-huh. part of our brain where it's just an emotion into like when we label things and we put words to it, it moves it from where our emotions are into our like behaviors and where we can make decisions and reason. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. like you just did that for me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. We all need this. We do need this. This is the, one of my, fa- my favorite things. I'm like, it's when we, talking about like therapy or leadership development or personal mm-hmm. growth or wellness and all those spaces and how they converge. It's just, um, are we willing, like how Brene says to get in the ring? Are we going to get mm-hmm. in there and allow ourselves to kind of like push back and forth until we come to a thing where I'm like, Oh, that's it. That's exactly it. And mm-hmm. this to me is how change ideally would occur is two people being willing to exchange thoughts, feelings, ideas, behaviors, and it has to turn into meaningful action. And right. that's the hang up, I think, sometimes with insight oriented uh, shift mm-hmm. is we only get to, wow, that was really cool. Or that was I, I, I understand it. And that's nice. But we don't just want to be smarter. We <laughs> want to actually have change in our life. Right. Actual difference. Feet right. on the ground. Right. Yes, where we actually like take it. That's where I'm like, okay, great. When does this podcast come out? Because I need all of my mentors and the people who challenge me to listen to this so we're all on the same page. Where I can be like, keep me accountable now. Keep yeah. me accountable to my words. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I love good. It. It's so good. <laughs> oh my okay. gosh. And the, mm-hmm. the other part that strikes me with what you're saying is the idea of what it looks like on a macro level versus a micro like mm. that sometimes we are under the illusion that we have in order to have change we have to do something really large scale like start mm-hmm. my own brand or something right mm-hmm. and it might just be as simple and as micro as I'm gonna keep writing in my journal mm-hmm. because that really does create the macro shift it's all those little micro minor degree shifts that allow us to go in the direction where the macro is right Yes. So cool. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think like, yeah, even when we're talking about like micro, there's sometimes that 
I feel like even for myself personally, it's hard for me to tell people like what I do because my job is behind the scenes with a lot of people. Like as an integrator, I'm not the visionary who's out like stepping out and declaring what I do. Like I'm not the person who's showing up on Instagram every day and saying like, here's my everyday. Like, yeah, I do like post my what my outfit is occasionally <laughs> like I mostly share my kids and try to share what I'm reading and all of that but like really what it's sometimes then hard to put into words like how that actually applies to the everyday and so even just like like you said those micro things like that's where it matters though like like how yes. I show up for myself every day matters more than yes. how I'm building my brand or where I'm showing up and speaking because that's that's the work that I do and the work matters and I think so often our role models for our leadership or for our roles even are we see their big grand gestures and so Mm -hmm. we want that but you're right there's so much work that goes into that and down to how those people start off every morning and like one of my favorite articles like things that I look up is I always look up like famous people that I'm in love with like what their morning routine (laughs) is because I feel like we can learn so much from that but that's not what you see on Instagram you don't see like yeah yeah, like oh they read 10 pages a morning and then they do this before they brush their teeth and then they work out like I think we can learn so much from that what are their their little micro steps that they take each morning to then go on to their greatness and their great thing and for all of us, our great thing looks so different. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the integrity piece that you had even referenced as well, is that how I integrate within mm-hmm. myself, personal, professional, and otherwise, all the ways I do the small things makes mm-hmm. me who I am. There's integrity in me. Right. Right. Huh. Yeah. So what's, and, oh, go. what's your morning routine? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I am in a season and I don't know if there are any moms of littles out there who listen to this podcast, but please tell me how to get my kids to sleep. Um, (laughs) I just have early risers. And so my morning starts really early. Like, like my son gets up like between 430 and five. Mercy. Every morning. And he's like, when he is awake, it's go time. And I have tried every routine and every, everything. He's easy to get to sleep, but then he just like, he is up. So I'm usually up. And, um, so my routine is always coffee, coffee Coffee first. Yes. That's how I survive. But there's something sacred about that for me. And I've, I've made it kind of my sacred thing in the morning of like, okay, I am up and it is 5am, but I like the process of grinding my coffee and, Brewing it makes me slow down a little bit and realize that I can savor that moment. And usually Knox is playing with Legos at the kitchen table while I'm doing that. Um, And so there's like this moment there where I can pause and Mm -hmm. be so grateful for my day. And I think that starting off your day with gratitude is like the best way to start. I'm naturally a positive person, but like leaning into that is so important for me. And then I try to read something in the morning, even if I can only get through like five pages of a book, um, I do it before it's yeah. like, mom, I'm hungry. Mom, make yep. me pancakes. Yes, totally. <laughs> um, so, so for me, that's it. And that's like, I know, so like, so simple, but that's where I try to tell people and they're like, morning routines are so hard or I don't like to wake up early. I'm like, yeah, neither do I. I would love to sleep in till night. <laughs> but yes. at the same time, like, yeah, brewing my coffee and being grateful for my day and where it's headed and reading from mm-hmm. a book, whatever that book is that's on my on my desk that day. Like that's that's my routine. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, it yeah, man. Young young kids in the throes of 
this is is hard it's a real breaking in yeah They're, my mom makes fun of me because <laughs> I'm always like okay like since they were born I was like we have a new routine and she would be like is this a different routine than what you started three days ago when you called me to tell me about the new routine because I again six Friends safety, solve it. Yeah. yeah I'm like yeah. safety like security I like I like structure I like routines and kids like ruin all of that <laughs> in the best possible way they are so stretching and so for me I'm like my kids have been such a blessing in that way of like pushing me out of my comfort zone but it is funny because I'm always like okay new routine we're doing this I love and it. it it lasts like four days and that's it. And but it feels on. feels good right in the process. for those four days it feels yeah. awesome yeah <laughs> yeah. the more I, I think I saw it in an article similarly about people's morning routines I was curious it's I I think so my kids go to school now and and so um it gets better <laughs> put that out there as far Thank as you. like okay. all moms listening it gets better and easier um I once I get the kids dropped off then I will do a morning routine because yes. I feel you like you did a podcast yeah. about this yes yeah you, right like, this, exactly. yeah I'm I, like it has to be now I can't do that I'm not, I'm not I won't do that at four in the morning <laughs> no I, I do it at nine no, I'm. You did a podcast about this last year, end of last year, right? Yeah. Because about like how you dropped them off. Yep. Or maybe yes. I'm like I have heard this, yeah. and it was so refreshing to know like, okay, I don't have to be perfect at the break of dawn to like get into okay. that routine. It was just like permission of like, yeah, yeah. You might not hit the routine with your kids, and you're trying to like get them out. They are so stressful. Like getting them oh, out the door is, is a stress-inducing thing. Yes, for it me. is. That's right. So, it is. Yeah. 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 And I like. I'm also. N- so I'm not a three on the Enneagram. I'm also not a one on the Enneagram. So my, <laughs> my core belief is something, some of the time. <laughs> I, can, I love it. Something, some of the time. <laughs> something, some of the time. Yeah. I'm going to write that on my yeah. wall because, <laughs> yes. But today, today in our area, in like the eastern LA County area, was super windy. I don't know if it was super windy for yes, you today. Massively, yeah. Super windy. Also freezing. Yes, totally. 50 degrees. Also, I, I know that's not freezing. I get it. But... I, girl, I get it. I'm, <laughs> I'm so soft when it comes to weather. So yeah. everyone else in the country who's just stopped listening, um, it was cold here today. Dang it. <laughs> it was very, Southern California. So it was, well, because it was 80 this weekend. It was 80. Uh, yeah. I was in shorts in the backyard. Yep. So 50, 30 degree drop in like a matter of two days. So <laughs> it was freezing. And I needed my kids to put on jackets before we walked out the door so that their preschool and daycare um caretakers wouldn't judge me and think like why is she not putting these kids in a jacket because they were in short sleeve and that right there was like the most stressful thing but I yeah something some of the time I mean we got shirts yeah. on at least so uh, we were good oh, yeah and shoes we had shoes on we had close to shoes so that was good that, but, that's <laughs> miraculous because yeah. yeah Eden goes to school in a princess dress almost every single day and our arrangement <laughs> is it's just whatever you put on underneath that right and then you can put whatever else you want on top girl knock your socks off so <laughs> love that yeah love is, that yeah see there you go oh my goodness yep. okay Shaylee so if you yeah. had to say anything to trailer cast listeners people that are either interested in because I, I mean I hear any person that's listening either connects to this as an individual how I lead myself mm-hmm. in motherhood how I integrate both mm-hmm. um but if people wanted to work together with you are you taking individual clients do you do small groups like what's your format for people to connect to you 
Yeah, I say yes to like anything. <laughs> last year, <laughs> this year's the year of risk. Last year was the year of yes. No, I, mm. so I like sometimes host events in person okay. if you're in the like Pasadena ish area. Um, I, I go into small groups and connect with women. I, awesome. I love like church groups, even like going in and talking with women who are in that space. Like, I show up, I work with companies, I go in and, and talk with um, executive teams. Like I kind of go into any space because again, it's when we are working on ourselves, that yeah. like when you're talking about rippling, like that ripples out into everything around us, right? Yes, like, it does. We are happier and healthier people mm-hmm, at our core. Mm-hmm. We then go into work and we are better coworkers. We do better work for our clients. Like happier and healthier people yes. are whole people. And yes. so I focus on whole leader development because I just truly, truly believe that if we can focus on ourselves as a whole leader, so everything that encompasses who we are and how we're leading and how we're using our strengths so that it fills us up and we find flow and we find just happiness in what we're doing and in our calling, then we're able to like really allow that to hit everyone around us. And our teams are better for it. Our our spouses are better for it because we're happier in the work that we're doing. And, and so that's where it, it kind of works anywhere. And I love, love talking with individuals. I, my like brand is rooted around coffee because um, I hate saying like brand, but whatever. Like, yeah. Kind of how I like go out there is rooted around coffee because it's this idea that like we can learn so much over a 15 minute coffee break. Right. And, right. and that we should be having those conversations to learn and grow with one another, with, with who we work with, with our spouses, with strangers even. And, um, yeah, I always have a, have a book rack for people when they're like, okay, I think I need to learn and grow in this. I'm like, here's your book. Here's what you're going to read on your next coffee break. Um, yeah. So I just love to connect with people. Like community is a cornerstone for me. And so if anyone ever wants to chat, I'm always open to it. And love it. yeah. Yeah. Shaylee, this was like, kismet I mean it's like perfect that there would be this like direct connection to something some random idea of like hey let's just give a bunch of things away and then (laughs) I (laughs) I'm still shocked because more so like okay go back to risk real quick like when I was like shoot I don't that's scary to be on a podcast like I at the same time like I was so grateful to just talk to you because I've been following your podcast for a while and like what you talk about in like your space directly overlaps with with so much of like oh yeah what I do with the women I work with and I always like can point them to you and be like you need to listen to this podcast so that's where this was amazing so cool and I just like is this still like I don't know I have loved just talking with you personally like you are wonderful and (laughs) I think I can speak on behalf of so many women who listen who are like we are so grateful for the work that you're doing in making so much of these ideas accessible to you. Mm. Like I go back and listen to there's it's like episode 88. And I only remember that because I was like, I need to remember that 88, 88, 88. Like that I when I first it. listened to it, listen to it. So oh my God, listeners, so episode cool. 88. Anyways, like I go back to it because it's that like, like the voice that you bring and the things that you like, it applies to us on the daily so thank you for the work that you do because I yeah I'm I should have I know you can do like voice things right we can do voice things in your podcast (laughs) so thank you (laughs) yeah thank you thank you thank you and uh, yeah I yeah this won't be the last (laughs) time we talk (laughs) sign me up I'm just I'll come listen do you need live audiences for your future podcast because I'll just come down and be your cheerleader and clap like 
Yeah, that would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, I would. Yeah, we definitely love to stay in in contact. Um, Perfect. I'm gonna close close everybody up. That people that are listening, um, do yourself a favor and think about where you fall on the spectrum of individual leadership to group leadership, and what Shaylee said, wherever you have impact and influence you get to choose to step into that role of leadership. And we need now more than ever women that are conscious leaders. And if we can provide a way for you to come into conscious contact with yourself and others, then you're going to, we're going to shape a whole generation of women that come after us and a whole bunch of like societal impact that says um, we're here, we're at the table. We know what we're talking about. (laughs) We're ready to play. So I'm just so excited. Woohoo. Love it. Love it. Thanks for listening. To connect with me, suggest a topic for the show, or ask a question from your own life you would like to have answered, email me at elise at trailercast.com. E-L-Y-S-E at TrailerCast.com. You can also see more on the TrailerCast website or follow me on Instagram at TrailerCast, where you can watch the renovation of my vintage mobile office and see more from behind the scenes. Remember, you can subscribe on iTunes and tell your friends.